The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mess. Celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes. Hot, happy mess. I'm Ziri Hall, and this is Hot, Hot happy, happy Mess. Oh, shoot. <laughs> ah, the joy of doing nothing. Do you know what I'm going to do for the next two weeks? Nothing. Okay, holiday break officially starts today. As I record this on a Friday, I am, yes, back on the floor of my closet because we are just that official. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Zuri Hall, and this is another episode of Hot Happy Mess. I cannot wait to do nothing. The holidays are upon us. Hope you're having a good one. Sending you all the good vibes. I have been working a lot and I have been very excited and grateful for every single opportunity, but it has been go, 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 go. And I am counting down, counting down to the moment when it's me and a couch for like 14 days straight, okay? I remember there was a time when I used to feel guilty about doing nothing. I mean, my early 20s was basically that. Like if I was sitting down with a weekend to spare, if I hadn't crammed in a brunch and a happy hour and some extra, you know, side hustle work or whatever it was, if I wasn't exhausted when I went to bed at night because I had just squeezed every last drip of myself out, then I felt like I didn't I didn't do enough. I didn't maximize. But that ain't the case now. I will say uh, after 30, uh, the peace that comes with being okay with just being still is next level. It feels so good. I've been listening to this song called, quite literally, Peace Be Still. It's by Hope Darst. I think it's like Christian rock or something like that, kind of like alternative vibes. But it's a good vibe no matter what. No matter what you're into, it's just like really encouraging, um, peaceful vibes. So check it out. It's a good song. Anyways, I feel like we all go through, you know, phases of chasing whatever is next, the next high, the next moment, the next thing that'll get us excited or that we can post about or that we can even just personally enjoy. But it's always whatever's next, right? Um, Instead of 
being still and just soaking in the moment that we're in. And when I think about it, I, I kind of feel like always chasing what's next is a form of escapism, right? So it's like, what is it that you're trying to escape from? What is it that I'm trying to escape from? And I've had to ask myself that, what am I trying to distract myself from? Why is what is not interesting enough or not good enough that I've got to constantly be imagining what might be around the corner. And I truly believe contentment is the new cool. Like that has been my phrase all year long. It does not matter if you're successful, if you're killing it, if you are burnt out, busy, and just like digging yourself into the ground. So I have really learned to appreciate the art of doing nothing. People assume because I'm so go, go, go and hustle, hustle, hustle normally that I can't also veg out on a couch in the same spot for 12 hours. I have done that for like three days straight. I think it's because of the high highs that I have those like low lows, not in a bad way. It's like extreme efficiency and productivity and then extreme nothingness. And I love it. I think it's the only way to have any balance in that space. And so I just want to clarify that the title is Doing Stuff is Overrated, which honestly is true, but I don't mean it super literally. So it's not like don't do anything. I mean, unless that's what you want to do, live your life. But I'm saying that just doing stuff purely for external gain or acknowledgement is so overrated. That's what's overrated. Do stuff because it feels good. Take in art, you know, visit the museum, learn how to play an instrument. I've been trying to learn to play the guitar for about 50, 11 years. Let me get there one day. One day I have the guitar. Yo, I used to be able to jam out to a little bit of Lauren Hill and I could play a couple of Taylor Swift songs and you couldn't tell me nothing. And that's just what I have to say about that. Uh, I can't play those things anymore, but give me two weeks and I could probably get back on it. I love cooking, right? Like new hobbies, whatever it is that might just light you up just because you enjoy it. I would encourage you to do that or, or experiment and find that thing. Do nothing or do something that is purely for you. So it might not feel like anything to the outside world, but who the F cares? Okay. What's up? Like I said, here we go. Doing stuff is overrated. Get ready to laugh this episode, you guys, because I am going one-on-one with comedic YouTuber Evelyn from the Internet. I love her. Her vibe is just, like, the best. I love her style of humor. You're really going to enjoy it. I've got some clips that we're going to play from some of her uh, most viral and popular YouTube videos. We're talking about how our society glamorizes busyness to our own detriment and just sort of romanticizes productivity even when it's hyper productivity, we're exploring the joy of doing nothing and diving into her amazing career that she's carved out for herself in the in the YouTube space, on the interwebs, if you will. And also talking about the time when she totally ended up in Beyonce's Formation World Tour. We'll get to that in a minute. And make sure you stay tuned until the end because I am announcing the winner of the giveaway from the self-love episode. Somebody's walking away with a $100 Amazon gift card, baby. And we've got this week's party trick. It's three tips on how to unleash your inner kid. So before we get to Evelyn, just really quickly, do you remember my story in episode one about the epiphany that I had in Amsterdam? Um, So Amsterdam is in the Netherlands. 
aka Holland, <laughs> but the people are Dutch. So you can imagine that for the first few months of learning Dutch culture, I was like, what the heck is actually happening here? Like, who are you? What does it mean? Why are there all these names? I was trying to be super cool. Like, oh, yeah, totally love Amsterdam. Never been, but can't wait to get out there. And then people would be like, oh, yeah, no, like Holland is awesome. And I'm like, well, what? The, why are they talking about Holland? What the hell are you talking about? I thought we were talking about Amsterdam. Didn't she say she's from the Netherlands? I thought he said he was from Rotterdam. What is going on here? A lot of names for one really amazing place. But the Dutch have a concept called Nixon, and it is the Dutch lifestyle concept of doing nothing. The art of doing nothing, y'all. Sign me up. There's this really great Time Magazine article. The author's name is Sophia Gottfried, and you can check it out in its entirety online at time.com. But a small bit of it reads, Nixon literally means to do nothing, to be idle or doing something without any use. Practicing Nixon could be as simple as just hanging around, looking at your surroundings, or listening to music as long as it is without purpose and not done in order to achieve something or be productive. Mm, interesting, huh? Now, in the Netherlands, Nixon has historically been dismissed as laziness or as the opposite of being productive, but the article continues, as stress levels climb in the U.S. and globally and their crushing health impacts like burnout are getting more recognition from the medical community and hot happy mess, doing nothing is increasingly being framed as a positive stress-fighting tactic. Where mindfulness is about being present in the moment, Nixon is more about carving out time to just be, even letting your mind wander rather than focusing on the details of an action. I love that because mindfulness is super important, right? But that's like being so present that it's like, oh, I feel the tingle in my fingers. Oh, I notice the sensations that are flowing through my body. I feel the wind like tickling my ears or whatever it is. And that's mindfulness, which can also be really hard to do because I get distracted easily. But y'all, I might be, I might have been born for Nikes then. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. This, this is up my alley because I love to just sit and not think and not do anything and just kind of let let my mind wander. I think I get that from my dad. He's really good at just, he's worked super hard. He's a really ambitious guy. And his work is really all he knows. Sometimes I'm always trying to convince him to slow down a little bit. But then he's also really good at just sitting, just hanging out and being like, we don't have to do anything. We're just here. Let's just be together. And so I think that probably rubbed off on me because I will gladly sit in a spot and just like do nothing and look up and three hours have passed. The article continues, another benefit of Nixon is that it can help people come up with new ideas with one expert featured in the article saying, even when we nix or do nothing, our brain is still processing information and can use the available processing power to solve pending problems, which in turn can boost one's creativity. This could manifest in having a breakthrough solution to a problem on a walk or a great business idea reveal itself while daydreaming. And that concept of becoming more creative simply through not doing stuff, especially because it is the perfect segue into the comedic creativity that is Evelyn from the Internet's 
She is a digital storyteller, filmmaker, humor writer who loves to tell hilarious stories online. From pop culture to current events, cultural critiques, and mindfulness, the self-proclaimed Kenyan with the slowest mile time has generated over 18 million views and 240,000 followers on her YouTube channel. And since we're talking about not doing stuff, when we are in total veg out mode and don't feel like doing anything, what do we do? Huh? We mindlessly scroll Twitter. And who is waiting to possibly desecrate you should you slip up with those 140 characters? Black Twitter, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Here's a bit from one of Evelyn's hilarious YouTube videos about Black Twitter. My biggest fear in life, besides maybe getting shanked, because that means they stabbed you multiple times on purpose. There's like a proximity and intention behind getting shanked. Unlike gunshots in which you could get shot on accident, and really you don't even have to be at close range to shoot somebody and cause bodily harm, but don't nobody shank nobody on accident, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, after that, my biggest fear is getting dragged by Black Twitter. Just strewn from one end of the World Wide Web to the other. Just grab my edges and drag my body down your timeline. Hey YouTube world, it's me Evelyn. The way I use social media now and Twitter specifically is a lot different than maybe like five or six years ago. I would just like speak out to the void, just nonsense, posting every nonsense, narrating my life, don't nobody see, don't nobody care, okay, just talking reckless. But now I wouldn't do that because with the advent of black Twitter and the swiftness with which they will just snatch your whole name, like take the wind out your chest. Not only would my dragging be hilarious, all right, to add insult to injury, it would probably make the news because that's just the, the velocity with which the black constituency operates on that particular social media platform. Black Twitter got the vocabulary, the deepest pop cultural frame of reference that I've seen on the planet. Black Twitter got the spirit of improvisation and ingenuity and inventiveness just in a genetic makeup. Every member of Black Twitter types 275 words a minute and has the strongest Wi-Fi and or unlimited data plan in my hairline cannot withstand the damage. I don't think I could, I don't think I could take it. I, I wouldn't make it. I've watched people I know get dragged by black Twitter. I have watched two popular black people on Twitter drag each other, thus inciting a duo double time simultaneous Twitter dragging. There's hashtags, there's memes, there's headlines, there's broken dreams. Somebody gotta lose their job. We will not stop until you lose your job. To be clear, just because I try, operative word try, just because I try not to participate in public draggings on social media, whether they deserve it or not, don't mean I don't like to watch. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I never said I was perfect. Ooh, Black Twitter will get you every time, boy. Y'all better watch out. You gotta be careful now. Uh, you can see why Evelyn recently won the Excellence in Comedy Award at Toronto's Buffer Fest in 2019. And if you happen to see Queen Bee during her Formation World Tour, then you probably saw Evelyn too. Beyonce saw Evelyn's viral Lemonade YouTube review, found it, loved it, played it on every stop of the Formation World Tour and you better believe we're gonna talk about it. So without further ado, here's Evelyn. Evelyn from the internet. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I've been a fan of your comedy for a long time. Um, oh, wow. How are you feeling today? 
You know, uh, it's bright and early, 9 a.m. where I'm at, which is bright and early for me. But I'm feeling good. It's good to be yeah. here and it's good to chat with you. Good. I'm glad to have you. Um, we do these icebreakers to kind of like dive in before we get into just the conversation. Uh, so this is rapid fire. Producer Star came up with this. So if these questions get weird, I take no responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> but first up, if you could do a karaoke duet with anyone, who would it be? Oh, um, that would be Jasmine Sullivan, so she can do all the work. And I'll just be like, who? Perfect. Okay, the snack that I can't live without is? Pretty much anything chocolate. So can- okay. chocolate candy, yeah. Are we like dark chocolate, mint chocolate, milk chocolate? Like how serious do we get with the levels? Everything from the trash <laughs> or from the chocolate to the to the best quality. <laughs> okay, all the chocolate. Your favorite show that you rewatched during the pandemic? What show oh got my you through? Gosh, I don't know if it was my favorite show, but we watched all of it. Gossip Girl is just drama. It's it's just fun I- teenage chaos. I feel like I am such a failure because I still have not watched that show in its entirety. And everyone and their mom is like, oh, my God, Gossip Girl. Oh, my God, quoting it. And they're like, XOXO. And I'm like, I don't even get the pop culture reference. <laughs> I've never watched the show. So maybe I should commit to it finally. Yes, yes. Okay. What color makes you happy? Yellow. Same. That's my favorite color because it's yes. the best. Uh, the beauty product you can't live without. Oh, if we're going like down to the bare minimum, chapstick yeah. or lip balm. Chapstick. Got it. Yeah. Got fight the that. ash, fight the crack. Yeah. <laughs> I know too much about what? Anything. <laughs> I know too much about my mom's a nurse, so I know way too much about poop. I just, oh, right. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> that is not where I expected that to go. I was like, I know way too much about like my friend's ailments or sickness. Or, you're like, I wait, what is what has she told? Like, what do you know? What can you share? Well, there, there's this thing called the Bristol scale. And so okay. you should be paying attention to your poop because it tells you a lot about what might be going on inside. And I think okay. the scale is like one to seven. Okay. So there's, okay. At, least, there's at least seven different types of poop. Oh, li- oh, so you're talking about seven different types that you can <laughs> categorize your poop yes. into. I think, it, I think it's seven. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait. So is it okay? We're not. And, that, oh, and so that's hard. just adults because babies have different poops than we do. So. Wait. So do you find yourself analyzing now? Like after everyone, you just kind of got to look back at it. Just yeah, to figure I, have out. To. I have to. <laughs> okay. All I know black and tarry. I promise you guys, listeners, we are not going to stand as much like I had to take the bait there for five seconds. Black and tarry is bad, right? Like if it's the dark. <laughs> It is bad. Yes. And then like, okay, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to ask you what the healthy colors are, but I am going to go Google after. So I'll spare you. Okay. You know too much about poop. I love it. What um, are the three top songs on your playlist right now? Oh my goodness. Um, Okay. Can't Decide by Amine. Okay. Um, Let me think. Pick up your feelings, Jasmine Sullivan. Yes, yes. And um, forgive me by Chloe and Hallie. 
Okay. Oh, oh my God. And I love some Chloe and Hallie. They are just next level talented. Okay. Good stuff. And lastly, what does self-care mean to you? Oh, um, self-care means taking a moment to check in with yourself and see how you're doing truly. Yeah. Okay. Well, we survived the icebreaker. Great job, producer star. I think those were all solid questions. He led us to poop way earlier in the combo than I would have normally anticipated. This episode is doing stuff is overrated. Like it really, you know, like, we feel this pressure to constantly perform, whether it's on social, you're you YouTube. So like that game, it is a grind. Like, girl, I have started and stopped YouTube so yeah. many times. Because <laughs> my tap out game is real. Um, yeah. What is your your standing really? First of all, on ambition and achievement and doing kind of like what did Evelyn see for herself? What does she see for herself? And then also, what was the moment when you were like, okay, so something's got to give because this yeah. ain't it. <laughs> for me, I so I come from the the group of kids who are like the gifted and talented kids who all have mm-hmm. like raging anxious thoughts now (laughs) so we definitely um my relationship with like ambition and striving started at a super young age you know you have to get good grades you have my dad would always remind me he was like you know other kids got to get a job you know when they're 14, 15, but lucky you you just get to study so (laughs) yay I would have to study 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 and so that kind of was my entire like adolescence and then going into college where I went to college for something I actually wanted to do. It was so easy to me. And so like the striving kind of (laughs) like stopped. (laughs) And then um, when I graduated, it really was about like trying to get out there, you know, get that experience because you can't get experience until you have experience. It's a weird loop. Right. Um, Right. And so for years, most of my 20s, I was doing multiple jobs. And okay. so by the time I was 20, I think seven, mm-hmm. um, I said, I'm tired. <laughs> I need to focus on one thing. And so yeah. I quit my job. And I really? said, I've had YouTube kind of going on in the background. So what would happen if I just like dropped the other stuff and just focused on being from the internet. And so that's what I did in like 2018-ish, but super heavy this year, 2020. Uh And uh, now I'm tired all over again. Back to the job. You're like, check please. I I want my money back. This is what I signed up for and I don't want to do it. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. 
There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that could become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. So you were saying that 2018 is when you were like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get into this YouTube thing just like full time. Yeah. And then 2020 was when you were like, so actually, (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it and. I thought about it and. Yeah. (laughs) Before we dive into like this moment, this, I thought about it. And when you were working all the different jobs in your 20s, because I have had many jobs, like I'm curious to know what was the wildest or the most random odd job you ever had? I used to repair watches at JCPenney. I worked wow. at GameStop. <laughs> I've done it all. Wow. Um, so I'm lucky in that all my jobs <laughs> had to kind of do with each other. But I think the okay. ran- <laughs> randomest one is I was a research assistant for like a PhD student. And so I would just oh, wow. look at Asian watch advertisements watch advertisements <laughs> and asian like financial advertisements and like cut them out and put them in her binder and that's, that's like all like, i did i don't even know what to bind i don't know what the binder is for i don't know I what the research like, is about. I don't know. I just, yeah i put it in the binder and i asked mm-hmm. no questions that was the, yeah, above that's my favorite way above okay okay so you're cutting out the binders and i was swapping out batteries in the <laughs> Dark, dark, dark corners of JCPenney in Toledo, Ohio. Okay, so when did YouTube first take off for you? Like, what video was it that was your first, oh my God, I think we've got something here moment? You know, I've been on the internet for so long that I don't know. I mm-hmm. do know that, so I started my channel in like 2008. Uh-huh. Making money really wasn't a thing until like, 2013 (laughs) so that's a lot of years where you know people in general aren't making that much money um and then 
For me, in the be super beginning, it was a lot of hair videos, not because I have amazing hair, natural hair, but because I always added like some humor into things. Right. And so I think oh, people right. really appreciated that I was taking something so difficult to learn, like our own hair at the time, and, you know, putting a little, putting a little comedy in there. Oh, so those are my first couple videos. Yeah. Those may have been the first of her videos, but it was one of her 2016 videos that took Evelyn to next level status and quite literally took her around the globe. Beyonce noticed Evelyn's viral YouTube review of B's iconic visual album, Lemonade, and ended up playing a clip of it in her show opening on every stop of the Formation World Tour. Here's just a little snippet of Evelyn's original review. She was giving me on the fix my life, but with better boobs, Better advice, actually fixing lives. She was giving me First Corinthians love is, and then Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? She was giving me set it off, meets that circle of hell where the weekend lives. I hope he's okay. She called Serena Williams one of the world's best athletes, and you can fight me on that just to look back at it. Listen, me and my girls are gonna book a retreat right now in the Texas Hill Country. We're gonna wear our hair product free. If you got baby hairs, wear that. I thought Lemonade was fantastic. And for obvious reason, it wasn't long before the viral video made its way to Mrs. Carter. Here's Evelyn's reaction on YouTube to the news that she herself was, in fact, on a whole world formation tour. Hey, YouTube world, it's me, Evelyn. May 8th, the year of our Lord, 2016. Where was I? I was at my parents' house for Mother's Day, okay? Minding my magical black business, all right? 10-18, I received a text message. Oh, and then, and then the, the text messages kept going. Who could it be? It was my friend Bobby Cervantes. What is this? Where is so... Oh, my God. Oh, she Serena Williams. Just... What Beyonce's secret YouTube username is, but who she don't go by Beyonce on the internet? That's dumb. Like, what is a LinkedIn? I don't need a LinkedIn. Beyonce knows who I am, so get it, get information, boo. Hmm? Okay, so no lie, I still remember being at the Formation World Tour uh, in L.A. with one of my best friends and her husband. It was Star. Star, in fact, was the friend that I speak of, and. I remember the moment when I looked up and saw, oh my gosh, Evelyn from the internet's just popped up on the screen. And I'm like, hold up, is that Evelyn from the internet? <laughs> so Beyonce moment, What? how did that come about? What did you first feel or react when, you know, you realized Queen Bee was using I, I was actually at my parents' house in Dallas, Fort Worth for Mother's Day. It was May, yeah. I think that's what Mother's Day is. And I was just chilling and my friend Bobby texts me and he's just like, bitch. Like, so you know it's about to go down. What did I do? <laughs> and then he like sent me a video of my face and I was like, where you at? Right. And, then, and then when it hit me that that's what was happening, I just like busted out of the house. It was the middle of the night, ran up and down the street screaming. Uh, yeah. So it was, I still don't all the way 
believe that it happened. <laughs> it really happened because I was there like, oh my God, we love to see it. It was just, it was cool. have you, have you ever like reached out or tried to like get in contact with her or is it just like a little gem that you just like. So they actually reached out to me to invite me to the Houston show the second yeah. time around when she came to Houston. So yeah. I was on set out of the second row, just like looking up. <laughs> I was in like the friends and family section. Look, blue was blue in the corner. <laughs> no, no, it was a bunch of like executives with like uh-huh. nine year old kids. I didn't get what how important this was right now. Right, exactly. they, it was full of like little kids who like didn't know Destiny Child was a thing. They just knew of Beyonce, uh, and I'm like, you better uh, sing, little kid. <laughs> right, slander, slander. Uh, we're old. We're old. Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. That's amazing. I, I love that. I love that. I mean, that's a testament though, right? To to what your comedy does to the reach that it has, the reach that these videos have. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't get more queen of pop culture than a Beyonce. And yeah. for your video to make its way into anything that has to do with her very specific creative vision, this mm-hmm. is so much. Um, when you think about your content creation, your videos, the reach that it's had, um, what is it that you think resonates most with with the people who are watching? Um, I think, so the thing with comedy is that you have to commit. A lot of people don't, like, they get nervous Um Granted, I'm sitting in my room by myself. It's not stand up. <laughs> Completely different ballgame. But you have to like commit to the weird. You have to commit to the silliness. And so mm-hmm. I think because I commit to that, because that's my actual sense of humor and my actual tone, um, mm-hmm. people find that to be like authentic or sincere. Um, and I think that's what people are drawn to. Yeah. Okay, got it. And of all of the videos that you've made, which is your personal favorite and why? Like, break down the video for me. Oh, okay. My favorite video is called For People Who Feel Behind in Life. And basically, that's my favorite video because I use a drone. My friend got a drone, so I was like, guess what? That means I got a drone. (laughs) We got a drone. (laughs) We got a drone. And so it really was a video about kind of the journey that we take in life to feel like we're doing things on time. Yeah. And it's one of my favorites. And it did, I wasn't expecting it to do that well, but it might have hit a a million views. I don't know. I haven't checked. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, and so many of us can relate to that because it's the stuff that resonates that hits and it's like, Ooh, I feel seen right now. Mm -hmm. That gets the most traction. Um, you said we equate creativity with output. So what did mean by that? If you could just kind of like break that down, what's your perspective on creating just for the sake of creating, which is something that I've recommitted myself to because I was Mm -hmm. a creator first and foremost from a kid. And then somewhere in the rat race, you just start outputting, just putting the content out because you're supposed to, or you're expected to like, wait, if no one ever saw this, would I still do it? Would I still want to create it? Would I still enjoy Mm -hmm. it? That's kind of been my new North Star. Uh, What's your perspective on that creativity and output? Yeah, it's it's also a larger conversation around productivity and the need to be always 
on or like you said always doing something um and sometimes you have to learn to chill and that creativity is also a lot about input so whenever someone's whenever a singer is on like jimmy kimmel or something the first question any musician gets asked is who did you listen to growing up right Mm -hmm. the first question isn't how many hours have you spent in the studio (laughs) Right, right right we so our creativity is as much about input and the things that we consume and enjoy and have fun with as it is about the things we might produce so it's just a reminder to um prioritize learning about things prioritize your curiosity over this need especially with the internet to always post or do something public have you ever struggled with that oh, I want to post this or, oh, I feel like it's not, I haven't validated this moment in my life or this thing I've created until I've shared it. Like, was that easy for you to be like, I don't have to share everything or was it difficult? It's very easy. It's very easy for me. I love that. Because for me, Um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's like, I just got it. It's very easy for me. I sometimes have to remind myself that it's okay to share things because right. I have wow. sometimes the opposite issue right. of like really? wanting to be super private, keep things to myself all the time, even from people who actually know me and like are a part of my life <laughs> so, <laughs> your family and friends even know where to find you right now where are you calling her from Evelyn what I, am at, I am at home <laughs> <laughs> all I got was a white wall y'all she wouldn't give me I, I, I you no know, plants I can't see nothing I, no, tried, I, to bring the, I tried to bring a little plant in here <laughs> I'm say, I'm say, y'all not gonna figure out where I am today um I love that though. I love, you know, your perspective on, which is a really interesting perspective that I haven't really thought about um, a ton input being just as important as output. What is shaping me? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the fact that, that, that Jimmy Kimmel reference was a really good way to kind of put it in perspective. What recommendations do you have? Like when it comes to slowing down, not multitasking, what are just some things you do in your everyday life to just be fully mindful and present in any moment that you're in? I try really hard whenever it's it comes through and it's really helpful, especially when I'm overwhelmed. I try to do one thing at a time. So like uh-huh. if I am doing the dishes, I'm not also listening to a podcast, which is uh-huh. hard. I was about to say, girl, I you want to be mindful with the dishes? I want to forget <laughs> or, that I'm right. Or like if I'm driving, I won't also be listening to music. I'll just kind of focus on driving one or two times. Evelyn actually shared a video recently called How to Be Creative When You're Feeling Existential. And here's a little bit of what she had to say. Reduce your multitasking stimuli. There's this phenomenon, and I I have experienced it, where I'll get a text message, one text message from a friend, and I get overwhelmed by a text. And then I just don't answer it. What is that? Because that... Don't make sense. It'll make no sense. From the time you wake up, you are receiving messages from other things. You are scrolling on Instagram in bed before you get up. You are on the toilet. Raise your hand if you poop without your phone. I would like to congratulate you. Before you even do these dramatic social media detoxes or whatever, I would say try not multitasking. 
your senses. Try to eat dinner without watching TV. For a lot of us, I know there's gonna be a couple people that are like, I don't ever do that. And it's like, that's cute. But a lot of us, and I've done it too, cannot start eating. Like we have the burrito right here, but until we find something to press play, we can't start eating. That is ridiculous. Wow, I'm impressed that you're being present even in the things that most people are <laughs> trying to distract themselves from. Mm -hmm. But, huh, okay, let me go do a dish real quick. <laughs> that feels. So what does that look like for you? What does being still look like? Do you have a meditative practice, self-care that you Girl. commit to? I should. I need to be on my <laughs> meditation. I usually only meditate when I am freaking out instead of kind of building that practice to be, you know, yeah. every day. Yeah. But um, I, so I try and meditate, listen to a sound bath, or listen to um I love me some jungle sounds oh. so if I just loop jungle sounds that <laughs> feels pretty nice um and uh besides that I just be trying to drink water I'm bad at drinking water girl I hate it I literally have a stare off with a whole glass that I just build up like I if I drink one cup a day I'm killing the game like right it's Absolutely. just, it's a lot to ask of a human. So, yeah. you know, you said your mom is in health. So how many glasses should we be drinking? <laughs> is it so seven? The eight, the seven or eight glasses of water is a myth. Um, so my mom just says, drink when you're thirsty. Oh. There's no need to like drink a gallon of water a day. Mom, I can do that. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is the confirmation I needed to mm -hmm. not be essentially, you know, drowning myself in something I have no interest in consuming. Okay. Right. Drink when we're thirsty. I can do that. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more, connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and an Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. 
Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. You talked about the fact that you grinded it out in your 20s and, and you really started to take the YouTube thing pretty like super seriously a few years ago. Uh, what does ambition holistically look like for you? Like, what are your goals for yourself? Um, how do you define success? Have you had to grapple with that definition? Oh, yeah, I for sure had to grapple with that definition because people have been so supportive and so excited about the things that I'm doing. And so they be calling me successful. And I'm like, who? <laughs> me? <laughs> I'm still struggling over these internet videos. <laughs> so I've had to take um, closer like stock of my life. And instead of comparing my life to some of the big things I wish I was doing, be grateful for the things that I'm currently doing now. So for example, I was like filming a video where I was um, icing Christmas cookies. And I was just sitting there icing Christmas cookies in the middle of the day mm-hmm. in a onesie. And I'm like, I'm at work right now. That's wow. pretty nice. So I had to really sit and like, recognize what was happening um because yeah the perspective is great because it kind of gives you something to look back on and gives you something to look forward to if you know the type of life that you want in the future i love that i love that um what is next for evelyn like what what in a perfect world would you be doing outside of actual human interaction in 2021 we would love if all of us could just get back to that sort of collaboration but just big picture what else would you love to do i would love to um be in a writer's room for like a television show on you know network or streaming um my plan is to start writing a pilot i'm in the outline phase it's yes. a <laughs> you better line it out oh that's a goal for you yeah so that's what i that's my big picture dream if i can ever get my life together so check in on me at the end of it at the end of next year and see okay where we're gonna put it out <laughs> to the universe for you whoever's listening to this podcast within the sound of my voice we need to get this we need to get this woman on somebody's pilot because honestly yeah. I, your style of writing your style of comedy there's no way that that is Thank not you. just next level i can't wait to see it i know it'll happen for you um you. you talk about uh play the importance of play so to kind of wrap things up first i'm going to ask you what is in your happiness cocktail so if you could throw three things into you're happy. What would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a Spotify playlist. Um, it would be, I'm a fan of bubbles. So like, <laughs> it's very, it also helps you meditate and breathe because you have to like inhale, exhale. It's true. Wait, it's bubbles? Like, <sighs> like bubbles. literally blowing the bubbles yourself. <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, 
Who? What else? I'm going to say, so there's a juice bar here in Austin called Juice Land, and I'd be getting the uh, CBD shot. And that, that set me up. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Take a CBD shot, blow a couple of bubbles, <laughs> listen to Spotify playlist, vibe out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really exactly. good cocktail. Okay. <laughs> um, and to my earlier point about you talking about, you know, the importance of play, uh, what does that look like for you? What is your most recent hobby? What do you encourage people to try to do or think about exploring just for the heck of it, just for the fun of it? Yeah, so I've been drawing a lot. I used to draw when I was younger. Um, and I obviously kind of like, I don't be doodling anymore. So this year, <laughs> I tried to like, draw and color. Um, adult coloring books are kind of whack. They're just like swirlies. So <laughs> I was like, maybe if I can draw what I want to color, and then I color yeah. it. So that's been really satisfying to do. <laughs> I like that. Okay. We do this thing called the party trick at the end of most episodes where Mm -hmm. the expert or the guest that we have on kind of gives us like a cute little life hack, something that we can apply that day or that week. So I Mm want to ask you if you have three tips on finding your inner kid or unleashing your inner kid. Yeah. um, I would say talk to yourself often. Just like lean into that Um, because kids be in their own world. So I say embrace talking to yourself. Um, And then I would say, ooh, go with your first idea. Okay. I think a lot of the times we like kind of self-edit. So just Mm. go with your first idea. And then I would say laugh often, like the stupid stuff that makes you laugh. Not everything got to be highbrow all the time. Right. So like, right. If, oh my God. If a TikTok makes yeah. you laugh, go ahead, laugh at the TikTok. Like it's okay. <laughs> so just tap into that. I love it. I love it. And if you guys want to laugh, you should go to Evelyn from the internet's YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, if people want to keep up with you, where can they find you? All the places. Yeah. So I'm most active on YouTube and Instagram and on both those places. My name is Evelyn from the internet's plural. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, thank you so much. I appreciate you and your time. I'm excited to share this. Thank you. All right, there it is. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Evelyn and make sure you unleash that party trick all week. You hear? Okay, we are unleashing our inner child. Activate the inner kid just in time for the holidays. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to wrap this up soon. Um, Congrats to our giveaway winner from episode three. Uh, We were talking about self-love and how it is sexy AF. And we had the contest for a $100 Amazon gift card. The winner is, drumroll please, Ebony Lynn 94. Her submission um, and her review was, I needed this podcast. I discovered this podcast via Breakfast Club and I've binged all the episodes in one day. Wow. You're a real one, Ebony. Thank you. She continues. So relatable to me for where I am in life. It's like Zuri knew I needed this podcast. So after some reflection, after episode three, I've learned one thing I love about myself is my ability to self-reflect. Whenever I'm feeling disappointed with myself, I just take a moment and look back at what I've accomplished. Take a moment to be grateful for what I do have and take responsibility for what I'm putting out there into the world. I love that. Love, love, love it. 
Love that you're enjoying the podcast and that self-reflection and self-love is key, girl. So you enjoy that $100 on Amazon, self-love on yourself with a little something extra this holiday season. Congratulations. Keep your head in the game, guys. We're going to have way more giveaways and contests and fun stuff um, as we continue on this hot, happy mess journey. Uh, But before we wrap up, are you subscribed? Make sure you hit subscribe right now, pretty please, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, how many times a day slash week do you hear people say that? Does it get old? Do you get as tired of hearing it as sometimes I get of saying it? Are we in that boat together? Well, it doesn't matter. Get used to it. I'm going to keep saying it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, okay? Uh, Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Don't go anywhere because next week we have our New Year's Eve-ish episode. It'll it'll publish, I don't know, around New Year's Eve, if not that day. It's our last episode of the year. How about that? And we are talking about the art of the pivot because Lord knows 2020 was one big psych. <laughs> Time to pivot. It ain't going how you thought it was going. We were real hype on that 2020 vision, but nobody saw what was around the corner. So with that, we're talking about the art of the pivot. We have an amazing guest. Um, She is the CEO of just a really dope beauty brand that's all about inclusion. She is killing the game and she has pivoted a time or two in her life and she has just given us um, all of the intel, all of, you know, her secrets to how to to pivot properly and then you know we'll talk about some other things too so that's gonna get us in gear for 2021 let's go let me also take this moment before we wrap up to say happy holidays i am wishing you a happy holiday i'm wishing you and yours your loved ones a happy holiday i am truly hoping that you are safe and healthy um and totally thinking about all of you. I'm so appreciative, so filled with gratitude, especially as we close out the year. Um, So again, I am praying for your safety and your health. And also for those of you who may not be with ones that you love this holiday season, know that you are loved. I am sending you love. I am thinking of you. And um, I'm really grateful that you're on this journey with me. So happy holidays. I will see y'all next week. Hit that subscribe button. And next Monday, we got another episode of Hot Happy Mess, baby. (laughs) See you then. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. 
There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more, connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and an Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. (laughs) 